Greetings and welcome to this podcast called Faith to Live By. I'm your host, Pam Christian, and each week I help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview so we, as God's children, can know how He wants us to respond, to see His kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. Many nations are in agreement with the self-appointed elite who are working hard to create a one-world government. And I believe there has never been in our lifetimes, and perhaps the history of the world, a time where the people of God are being called upon to rise up and make the truth of God, the truth of righteousness, and the truth about evil, clearly known to all, decreeing and declaring the collapse of evil on all fronts. While God is exposing the vile, wicked corruption, He expects us to speak to the evil with the power and authority of Jesus that's been given to us to overcome all the works of the devil. In Mark chapter 11, verse 23, Jesus taught his disciples to speak to the mountain with his power and authority and expect it to be removed. Jesus' specific instruction was, quote, Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. God is calling each of us who belong to him to partner with him to raise high the standards of morality, truth, and righteousness. We already possess all the authority and power of Christ. Now, more than ever, we need to learn how to appropriate Christ's authority and power. Starting with today's program, I want to increase your faith and help you learn how to speak to the evil influences behind suffering and see Christ's authority and power released. I want to help us all learn how to wield effective faith, faith that can literally move mountains, if we believe. Believing faith is key to seeing Christ's authority and power work in and through us. By the end of today's podcast, I will have laid out for you the foundation you need to experience Christ's authority and power work in and through you. It's a matter of having no doubt and truly believing the words you speak. I'd planned on having Bull Polney back on the program today in follow-up of his analysis of the Times because of his calculations that something significant would happen within 30 days of May 14th. However, with the new focus on monkeypox that's generating fear for so many people, I want to help us understand the truth about monkeypox. If you heard my first interview with Bo, then you know he helps us recognize God at work in our midst by analyzing times, seasons, patterns, and signs in the sky. So I'll have Bo back on the program later this month. Clearly, since early 2020, God has been exposing all the evil and corruption to, first of all, wake us up to the truth about what's going on in our world, and second, to arouse a righteous anger in us, to fan the flames for justice and embolden us to act. God has also been providing regular prophetic words to bolster us and help us focus on the truth of His Word, focus on His promises, confident God always delivers on His promises, Rather than focus on the works of the enemy, we must be determined to look to God, knowing His character, will, and intentions, and then we will see God work in and through us. My guest today is Attorney Thomas Renz, who is the lead attorney in several major cases brought in Ohio, New Mexico, Maine, and nationally against the CDC, the DHHS, Biden, and Fauci regarding, and get ready for this long list, forced vaccine mandates, big tech censorship, the COVID-19 lockdowns, hospital murders, mask mandates, business closures, false PCR data, fraudulent death numbers, and more. Attorney Thomas Renz works with and represents America's frontline doctors and Make Americans Free Again. 
Tom wants to expose the monkey business about monkeypox, which is the latest evil our enemies have unleashed on us. Last week, I stated I believe the original monkeypox virus has been tampered with to make it resistant to existing vaccines, following the pattern of the enemy's release of the COVID-19 pandemic and creating a need for new vaccines, which they patent in advance, to position themselves to make billions of dollars while carrying out their depopulation scheme. I can't wait for Attorney Thomas Renz to weigh in on this and other questions I have. So today, we'll get better equipped with the truth of monkeypox and we'll learn how to actively partner with God in the authority and the power of Christ to command the plans of the enemy to fall to nothing and for him to restore all these stolen, killed, and robbed seven to one hundredfold as God deems. Let me start us off then with a timely prophetic word God spoke through Julie Green on May 25th, 2022. God said, quote, For I, the Lord, this day declare over my children health, deliverance, restoration of all that's been stolen. This is the time of great restorations, great changes, great shakings, and great overturnings in all nations, great exchanges, great truths to destroy all the lies. Get up now, children of Almighty God, and take authority that I have given you, and speak to what is against you, and destroy its power over you. Speak to the pharaohs of this day to fall from their places of power. Speak death to all their plans against you. Stop speaking about all the things they are doing. Stop complaining. Start using my word against it. Tear down those walls and corruptions that people have raised up against you. Speak life. Speak my words and not your adversaries. Tear down their seven mountains of influence with my words. I will move my hand and destroy it all. Everything you see and are experiencing, I will replace it with what I've intended for you to have on this earth. A great upset is coming. Yes, an upset that will rock this nation. An upset that will shake this earth. Your enemies have never faced me, and they are about to, saith the Lord of hosts. An abrupt end of their world system. My children, again, I say do not fear the WHO or the New World Order or any world leader. No matter what they say or do, I will not allow it to stand. Stop focusing on them and what they want. Get fed up and speak against it with the authority I have given you. End quote. I put the link in the show notes so you can read the entire word. With the backdrop of this timely and powerful word from God, now let's begin to learn the truth about monkeypox so we can develop a strategy, the strategy we need to defeat this evil. I discussed monkeypox and the World Health Organization last week. If you didn't hear that episode, I strongly recommend that you listen to it. James Roguski is a man I recently learned about and talked with who is very much in demand these days for his many years of study exposing all sorts of plans and schemes governments have been involved in that are clearly not in the best interest of we the people. He has a few websites, and they are not only informative, but make it easy for you to contact your elected officials, which we must do. We must make sure our elected officials properly represent us. That's their job. We elected them to represent us. They have their official positions because we, the people, elected them. They actually work for us. So don't forget who truly has the power with our American Republic-style government. If you don't like how you are being represented, first make a point of expressing your concerns to the current official. And if they don't listen, vote another person in who will listen. And with this in mind, don't stop praying and doing what you can to promote election integrity throughout our nation. Let's also decree and declare that all those who are in official positions because they manipulated and cheated the system, who are therefore serving fraudulently, to be abruptly removed, held accountable, 
and for their positions to be filled by legitimately elected representatives. Amen. I received James' newsletter, and he recently made me laugh out loud. You'll have to visit the link to his page in the show notes. But for now, use your imagination as I explain what I saw. If you're old enough to remember the rock and pop band The Monkees, formed in 1966, or if you've seen the reruns, then you'll be familiar with one of their popular songs, I'm a Believer, and their logo, which was the words The Monkees, in lettering that formed the shape of a guitar. Well, James spoofed their logo to read The Monkey Pox, and instead of I'm a Believer, you read I'm a Deceiver, and then he's placed the images of the faces of Fauci, Tedros, and Gates, and someone else over the four original band members. Then he explains the letter K in monkey is silent, and the disease should be pronounced the money pox. His article has got a lot of great insight, and it gives us plenty of reasons not to respond in fear, but instead be angry for the continued manufactured crises governments are promoting. James provides evidence that the WHO held a simulated outbreak of monkeypox in November 2021 in anticipation of the expected outbreak in May 2022. How can they predict such an outbreak? As I said last week, they plan a pandemic, engineer a virus, create so-called vaccines that they patent in advance, then release the virus and offer the jab as the only hope for health, while also removing from the market other medicines and even supplements that could help us, allowing them to rake in huge amounts of money by administering the mandatory so-called vaccines. Check out James' link in the show notes, along with other links about the manufacturer, release, and spread of the monkeypox virus. The Epoch Times reveals, under the recommendation of Bill Gates, who has openly predicted a serious outbreak of monkeypox, various agencies conducted simulated emergency response drills for the stated purpose of being ready in the event of a world pandemic. Many refer to this exercise as the germ games. The article stated, quote, Of course, the important caveat with their estimates is that the monkeypox strain they imagined was one that had been engineered to be vaccine-resistant. Accurate or not, the exercise gives authorities a predictive scenario to justify pandemic response policies. And we've seen this happen before. A very similar germ game was held just before the outbreak of COVID-19, with many of the same figures involved now making noise about monkeypox and a new pandemic. End quote. Based on what I've just shared, let's think logically here. It's been long known monkeypox is a viral disease from the same family as smallpox, but it's less severe. People can catch it from wild animals, not just monkeys, and it's endemic in some of the African countries. Yet it rarely shows up elsewhere, and if it does, it's usually in people who recently traveled to Africa. This time, most of the detected cases are in people with no reported history of travel to Africa, which suggests human-to-human transmission. Global Times published an article titled, China prepared test kits against monkeypox and can develop a vaccine within a year if needed. And Intercessors for America published an article titled, Wuhan Lab Assembled Monkeypox Strains. I also learned the Biden administration placed a $119 million order for vaccines after a single case of monkeypox was reported. Hmm. You'll find the links in the show notes. This seems like the perfect time to interview my guest, Attorney Tom Rims, to learn more. I am absolutely honored to have Attorney Thomas Rins with me today to help us understand what is going on with this monkeypox virus. And I'm just appreciative, so appreciative, Tom, for you to be on the program. Oh, I'm glad to be here. And thanks for having me, Pamela. 
you know, there's so much going on with this monkeypox, and it's monkey business. In fact, I think that's what you said. You wanted to discuss the monkey business of monkeypox. Yep. Let me just turn it over to you. I'll jump in with a question or two, but I just want to use as much time as possible to hear from you. You know, when we look at what's going on, there's a couple critical things to understand. So the first is that the buildup to this kind of monkeypox thing looks almost identical to COVID, right down to the tabletop exercises and everything else. But monkeypox itself as a disease is something that we really, really need to get information on, right? Because here's the deal. Monkeypox, we've known about it since the 1950s. It's not typically an incredibly dangerous disease. It doesn't spread easily. It's just something that's out there. So the question is, why do we care about monkeypox now when we've never cared about it for the last, you know, 70 years? I mean, it's been there, but why do we haven't cared? So there's a couple variables that have been introduced recently that I think are critical for people to understand as they start talking about monkeypox. One is that we know, I've got the paper, they've published and done work, gain-of-function work on monkeypox. Gain of function means that they have genetically tinkered with this. And so the question is, is the monkeypox that's going around, is that monkeypox the thing that nobody cares about that's been there since the 50s and it's never been an issue? Or is it the new strain based on gain of function work? I mean, given what happened with SARS-CoV-2, you know, built in Wuhan and leaked to the public, you know, it worked out pretty well uh, in Davos. They talked about COVID being the most profitable event in human history. So why wouldn't they repeat that, right? Now, the the second variable, along with the gain-of-function research that I think is crucial for people to look at, is the jab, right? Uh, McCullough published a wonderful article talking about the jab's impact on the human immune system, and particularly on interferon levels. Well, those levels appear to be an important component to determining the impact of monkeypox if you're exposed, right? So... We don't know this. Nobody's done a study on it, to my knowledge. But it appears, based on McCullough's article and several other articles that are out there, there's at least a risk that you'd be more susceptible to monkeypox if you've had the jab. So given that they've been pushing this all over the world, the real question is, are they concerned about this now because they've introduced a new strain? Are they concerned about it now because so many people have been jabbed and may be susceptible to it? Or is it some combination? Because what I don't believe is that they're making such a big deal out of it by accident. There's too many parallels. You know, we're already seeing quarantine orders in in certain countries and different things like that. Listen, public health is not something that we can allow the governments to have legal authority to regulate on a massive scale, at least on any sort of a micro level, because if we do, they can control everything. You know, soda gives you diabetes and makes you fat. Fat gives you a heart attack. Okay, so we're going to eliminate soda. We tried that in New York. It didn't work out well. What about guns? Going to take our guns? I mean, we had a public health emergency declared not that long ago because of gun violence. You know, basically, you can call anything public health. They're pushing the transgender stuff in schools. They're trying to force it under the guise of public health. I mean, you can call anything you want public health. And if you manipulate the science, like our government does, you can then justify anything you want under public health. So we have a couple you know, major variables that have been introduced specifically related to the monkeypox that we've got to consider. And then we also have this suspicious unveiling of monkeypox that they're using that really make us wonder what the real motives are. Absolutely. You know, you talked about the jabs, the so-called vaccines making people more susceptible. 
what I'm hearing from you and from others is that these so-called vaccines are actually decreasing our immune systems. Yeah, there's no question about that. Every time you get a jab, it damages your natural immune system. It seems to be cumulative and it seems to be long-term. Now, we can't say how cumulative or how long-term, but we do know that it does seem to be cumulative. It does seem to be long-term. And what I can say, and I haven't seen necessarily a study that proves this, but here's something that nobody likes to use, common sense. So when you get COVID, one of the things that cause damage is the spike protein. That's part of what makes you sick, right? The spike protein is a pathogen. It's a human, human designed pathogen, it appears. I mean, it's a disaster. When you get the jab, you're injecting mRNA into your system, which then tells your body to produce spike proteins. When we test with PCR testing to see if you have COVID, what they test is to see, do you have spike proteins or pieces of spike protein in your system? Let's carry this through to its logical conclusion. Wouldn't that mean that after you get the jab and your body's producing the thing that you test for, for COVID, and the thing that one of the things that damaged you with COVID, that you'd be more likely to have COVID? And the answer to me is absolutely. I don't know how you'd argue this. The use of common sense is not, uh, not widely loved. But, you know, that is why if you get jabbed, you're going to get COVID. It's just the way it is. And you're going to be more susceptible to it long term. You know, it's absolutely horrendous to think that people would willingly treat other people this way. But we've got to wake up that there is a real sinister evil at work. We've recently talked about the World Health Organization Assembly and the different amendments to a treaty that was proposed. We are still not settled on that. I'm sure it will resurface. But I would like you to talk about how this is actually an effort by the World Health Organization to create a crisis to spread their powers worldwide. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, the World Health Organization is the bureaucracy that a lot of these monsters who are pushing all this want to empower to do whatever it is that they're going to do. Now, look at, let's look at the World Health Organization. They're still not sure whether or not COVID was created in the lab. They're the only ones that aren't sure about it, other than maybe Anthony Fauci and others who've been bought off by it. But, you know, they're not sure of that. Uh, they don't want to blame China for anything. Well, that's, that's natural because they're big fans of the Communist Party over there. You know, they want to jab everybody on the planet, which makes sense because Bill Gates funds most of the World Health Organization and buys off the rest of them. So, I mean, you've got an organization that has been a complete failure every single step of the way. They've done nothing well, but yet they're being promoted. Why is that? What, what is it that makes them something that people would want to promote? Well, it's really simple. This isn't complicated. They're easy to buy, right? They're not subject to U.S. law because it's an outside entity. And the public opinion, what's well, the World Health Organization? They're just worried about health, right? I mean, you know, that's a great thing. We should all support health. They give it a title, but it's just a bunch of crooks who are willing to sell out science, sell out anything to promote, you know, whatever the ideal that the highest bidder wants to promote. And that's what's occurring there. So, you know, Biden proposes these amendments. The most interesting thing about Biden's amendments is who rejected them, right? So the UK didn't like them. But I think one of the most important aspects of this is, you know, Biden proposed all these amendments to empower the World Health Organization. You would think that the third world countries where the public health is the greatest issue would be all supportive of that, right? Except for look who opposed it most strongly, the African nations. Why is that? Well, the African nations know all too well what colonialism looks like. 
these are a bunch of people who've been trying to rape the African countries and the African people of their goods, their resources, their livelihoods, and even their people for hundreds of years. They know what colonialism looks like. And they know that these, these regulations and what they were trying to push at the WHO was nothing more than an international push towards greater colonialism, where the interests of the people and the nations are at the bottom. And it's, it's all about the interests of the leaders and the globalists that are running this. So the WHO is a corrupt, failed organization. The World Health Organization's broken. I, to my mind, it's beyond repair. You know, this is, this is a wasted effort. Absolutely. You know, some of the things that are coming out, and I'm very grateful, more and more truth is coming out at a much better speed than did when COVID first was announced or released. Yeah. So this means we are getting some traction. The power really is with the people. Yeah. There are far more of us who are wanting what's truth and what's righteous and what's in the best interest of humanity. There are far more of us and there are those evil people who want to have world dominance. One of the documents I saw and I wanted to ask you about was the November 2021 Nuclear Threat Initiative paper that published the results from their 2021 tabletop exercise, which was really a global simulation on a monkeypox outbreak. And they projected 270 million fatalities worldwide to occur in May and June of 2022. There's even a projected timeline of outbreaks on specific dates in this document on page 10. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's shockingly predictive, isn't it? I mean, apparently these guys talk to the local uh, futurist. What, what do those people call? They look into their crystal ball and... Uh, <laughs> Sorcerers? Yeah, well, something, <laughs> something. Um, you know, this is absolutely ridiculous. But it, they did the same thing with COVID. I mean, Event 22, anybody? You know, the whole thing is planned. It's always planned. The key here, and one of the things that really makes this different so if you look at that document, I mean, you talk about predictive, you know, it's hard to be much more accurate than that was. But, you know, we've heard the Davos crew talk about planned pandemic after planned pandemic, you know, to, to push people towards this globalism. You know, I mean, listen, can I prove that's what they're doing? Not quite. I got evidence, but I can't prove it. But here's the deal. If a murderer admits to murdering someone, should I just say, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I don't have enough evidence to prove that you did it. So we're going to just ignore your confession. And it's ridiculous. You, you know, when, when a bad guy tells you they're doing something bad, you listen. This tabletop exercise was just a repeat of what we've already seen. You know, they, they plan something, they implement it, and it all goes south, and that's that. The key thing, I cannot stress this enough, when SARS-CoV-2 started, I will never forget the day that they locked down. First thing I did is I went out and uh, went for a drive in my gas guzzling pickup truck to destroy the ozone and uh, the climate and all that stuff. I, I was contributing to global warming and not staying in my house. So I was probably spreading COVID as well. But after I got back from that, you know, I, I've talked in the past about the fact that I prayed. I said, God, you put this fight before me and I'll do my best. I will never forget how lonely it was starting out. I literally didn't know if there was another person on the planet who cared or believed what I believed. It didn't matter because I thought it was right. And so I stood by it. Compare that to now. You know, I've been working around the clock since actually before March of 2020 to fight. Part of that fight's been building, developing, getting more people involved, finding other people who are willing to fight, and organizing, structuring. And we've, we've done that, right? So now 
I'm just a cog in the wheel, right? I was a nobody when I started. I'm still a nobody today, but I'm a cog in the wheel. And even though I'm a nobody, because I've worked so hard, God's given me the opportunity to work with a lot of great people, brilliant people. You know, if I need to call Malone or McCullough, I can do that. If I need to call some of these guys. And so we're much more organized now. I also have other lawyers I'm working with, right? So it's different now because even though it's the same recipe that they used before, we've got, well, we've got you, Pamela. I mean, we've got the audience listening to this, right? So when I started, nobody could hear me. Facebook censored, everybody censored. There was no alternative. We've got Truth Social, right? I talk on, I'm on Truth Social. I'm like, a, I'm, I'm prolific on it, right? I've got a Substack. Neither of those existed when this started, right? I write articles all the time on my Substack, my website, rems-law.com. So all these are mechanisms for me to help shine the light of truth. Malone, he's got, you know, his Substack is very well known. You know, McCullough's on the radio. You've got all these different people. And one of the things that we were very excited to do was to meet with and work with people who are putting truth out there and were willing to put the truth out there like you and help, help them in any way we can. I mean, I hope everybody listening shares your, your show 5 million times. We need everybody to hear this. This, your show, this should be mainstream. This is the new mainstream because you're not owned. You're just reporting what we see. And so things are different now than they were then. Now, the question is going to be, they've made a lot of progress pushing all sorts of illegal and nefarious things. Is that going to work? You know, are we strong enough to fight back now? You know, now, I do believe that we will be very successful in uh, fighting back much more quickly and much more effectively than we were in the past. But, you know, I think we're also, I think there's a reality that we're winning pretty handily in a lot of fronts. I mean, Moderna just threw 30 million doses away because no one would take them. You know, Pfizer and Moderna, both in Davos, were whining about the fact that the Americans don't want their jabs. So they're losing. But the thing to remember is if the truth becomes mainstream, these guys hang from the gallows. It's Nuremberg 2.0, and we saw how that ended for the people who did it. You know, one thing is, is these guys can't lose. They're all in. And the most dangerous animal is a cornered animal, and that's where we've got them. So they're fighting back with everything they got, and they've got a lot. This is a coalition of billionaires, the Chinese Communist Party. All these monsters that hate freedom are part of this. And so they're fighting back hard. And, you know, we're more organized now, but, boy, we're, we're still outgunned, outnumbered, and uh, they got a lot more money, you know? I mean, we're still fighting a budget of billions with a budget of thousands. You know, it's an interesting thing. But we, the one thing they can't have that we do because we got God on our side. So I think that makes it a slam dunk. Here's where I'll stop the interview with attorney Tom Renz for today, with plans to share the second half of the interview next week. I asked Tom about the nuclear threats initiatives conducting a global simulation on the monkeypox virus based off of the article that I read, dated November 2021. On page 10 of the article, you'll see they predicted a world outbreak of monkeypox virus to occur in June 2022 that they believed would lead to 270 million fatalities worldwide. They also predict outbreaks to occur in January, May, and December 2023. As Tom said, Bill Gates and others working with him either have a supernatural ability to predict pandemics or they are creating them. You decide. 
The links are in the show notes. This is not being shared with you to elicit fear. No, I share with you to inform you of what their evil plans are so we can strategize and cancel their plans by the power and the authority of Jesus. This is what God wants of us, his children, in these days. God wants us to partner with him and use all the authority and power we already have to defeat the enemy's attacks and experience the victory Christ has already provided us. It's imperative for all of us to tend our health and do everything we can to boost our immune system. I remind you again, Dr. Zelenko is one of my affiliate sponsors. I specifically sought him out because I want you to have the best possible opportunity to optimize your health. I have very strategically selected my affiliate sponsors to bring you products and services I personally believe in and I use myself. You can support your health and this ministry at the same time using my affiliate code that also provides you a discounted price. Now's the time to build your immune system before monkeypox or any other viruses increase. Especially if you have taken the jab, you need to do all you can to build your immune system. So use my link in the show notes and get 15% discount. All of us around the world today share two specific vulnerabilities based on all the evil going on. Our health and our finances are at high risk. So I'm working hard to bring you trusted people, products, and services for your best possible protection in these areas. Also, be sure to look up the links for Vax Choice and Truth for Health in my show notes. There are other organizations as well that are dedicated to helping us all combat the evil pandemics being released upon us. Additionally, I have a link to a video that's boasting great results with ivermectin helping the vaccine injured. I truly care about you, and I hope you realize the work I do in your behalf each and every week. Now, helping us better wield authority and power we have in Christ, here's your assignment for this week to empower you. For us to successfully appropriate Christ's power and authority, we must have these three points as our foundation. 1. Confidently know your identity in Christ. We must be so assured of our position as a child of God through faith in Jesus that there is nothing, no lie or accusation the enemy can hurl at you that will cause you to doubt. How do we achieve that level of belief? By reading, meditating, and claiming God's promises to us and declarations over us regarding our identity in Christ. I encourage you to look up scriptures on your own, but to help you, you can download my paper titled, Our True Identity in Christ Jesus. Number two, know your position in Christ. When the enemy tries to sow seeds of doubt, you simply shut him down with declarations from scripture. To help you, use the link from Open Bible to read the scriptures listed there. And when the enemy tries to weaken you by reminding you of past sins, boldly state that it's true. You committed that sin. However, it's been fully confessed and forgiven by the shed blood of Jesus, then boldly decree there is nothing the enemy can do to alter your position in Christ. And number three, know your corporate impact as a member of the body of Christ. You are not in this alone. Call on the prayers on the Council of Mature Christians when needed and experience a joint increase in authority and power when working in unified agreement. Look up scriptures and claim them as your own that address our corporate ties and greater works we can do when we work in unity. Meditate on them and position yourself with others who are like-minded, who want to see the same evils overturned you do. If you are passionate about abortion or public education or gender perversions, either gather a group of like-minded people together or join an existing group where greater accomplishments can be realized simply by working together. I will help and further equip and empower you next week, but this is the foundation you need to be emboldened and effective, as my guest Tom Rins was clear, we must all be. Next week, I'll bring you part two of my interview with Attorney Rins, where we will shift from considering the real world understanding and the remedies we need to utilize 
to drawing on greater power and effectiveness by applying spiritual truths. As Thomas Wren said, we have God on our side, and that makes our victory a slam dunk. At the same time, we need to know what our particular role is as a member of Team God so we can do our part. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacted you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you receive through me. My email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. To receive even more, please be sure to check out my new dedicated podcast listeners page, Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and a whole lot more. If you've benefited from my ministry work, I ask you to help me continue with this podcast. In order for me to continue to bring you truth that the mainstream media is not bringing, that is also presented from a biblical worldview, I need my listeners to help financially support this ministry. When you purchase any of my own books, products, or services, or products and services from my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a win-win. So shop for yourself or shop to get gifts for friends and family. Your support is greatly appreciated. Donations are gratefully accepted, but they're not tax-deductible at this time. So to thank you for your financial support, anyone who sends a donation of $25 or more will receive your choice of one of my books personalized and autographed for you, or you can receive five of the Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. Please visit my web store to learn all about the products and services available through my ministry. On the checkout page, you'll find a button to click and make a donation. And when you purchase through my web store, please be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H. Use it at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. If you like the content and the resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find a whole lot more by connecting with me through my blog and on social media. I'm quite active on social media, and I address a lot more truths there than I can with my weekly podcasts. In fact, so much that LinkedIn has shut my account down for several weeks now. And with that kind of censorship, I really don't want to lose contact with you, so please be sure to subscribe to my bi-monthly e-newsletter. So if anything does happen, I'll have a way to get a hold of you and let you know where you can find me. And as a new subscriber, you can choose from one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Depending upon where you listen to this podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel, and it helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian asking you to remember Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.